Hello and welcome to the Third and Long Podcast, the only podcast for NFL punters. I'm your host, Grant Lee. Third and Long Podcast is brought to you by Little Birdie TV, Punting Form, topsport.com.au, and the home of stand-up comedy, The Comics Lounge. What an amazing week we had. Did we see one of the greatest of all time uh, finish his career? But first, before we get to that, it's time to introduce Nick Tedeschi, my BFF, pro punter, and the master behind the tips package to the house. Welcome, Top Rope. How are you, buddy? Look, I'm not too bad, Graham. I'm just happy to, uh, happy to be back in a, a team of three this week. Well, in saying that, welcome. It's, it's been a while, live from downtown Miami. Mike and Padre, our NFL tipping machine uh, with his package, the shoebox, Jerry Jones. Welcome back, buddy. How are you? Yeah, I missed you guys, man. I missed a couple of shows in a row. I mean, they're going to happen here or there. I don't like to miss back-to-back, which really sucks, but I'm here now, uh, ready to rock and roll. We got uh, a lot of winners coming, and we got a lot of stuff that's happened since I've been gone. Well, we did hit up management to see if uh, they'd fly us to you, and we could do it from Miami, but uh, we're still waiting for that to get ticked (laughs) off. So, uh, look, crazier things have happened, so uh, let's jump straight into it, boys. Uh, I hate to say it, I'm a massive Tom Brady fan, but he is looking washed. Do we think Tom Brady will finish out the season top rope? Yeah, he'll finish out the season. I, yeah, I think he's he's gone through a, he's going through a divorce, so he can finish off the season. So, uh, yeah, I don't know how how, how successful. It is. I certainly wouldn't rule the the, the Bucks out just yet. But uh, um, yeah, he's been pretty disappointing, and, and probably the the biggest concern was him, you know, going to weddings two days before a game and and, and missing some of the preseason. Very un, un- Brady esque, but. Uh, yeah, I'll, I wouldn't write off, yeah, arguably the greatest quarterback of all time, that's for sure. So do we think that the uh, Green Bay Packers can fix their offensive struggles before they meet the Buffalo Bills in prime time, Jerry? No, uh, they, they won't. They, uh, unfortunately, they're not going to fix those struggles. Uh, along the same lines of the Brady, I mean, you got an older quarterback who's starting to show his age. Um, you know, both of them, one has more weapons than the other, one's a little younger than the other. But it, it's funny, if you guys remember watching this show, we both had like a little long shot where I think me and Top Row both said that we could see the Bucks missing the playoffs. I don't know if the audience laughed at us, but we both had that pegged. Um, and, you know, it's looking like it could come to fruition. I think they'll write the ship. But getting back to Green Bay, I think both of them will be okay. I don't think they're going to be what they were last year. I don't think either one are, are a threat to win the championship. But um, with the expanded playoffs in this, you know, the 17th game and I think one of the two, maybe both, can still sneak in there, but they won't do any damage come playoff time. So they'll write the ship enough to get there, but I don't think either one of them can fix the problems that they have. I'm pretty sure uh, we did receive quite a bit of hate mail in regards to our, uh, our, our picks preseason with uh, the Bucks and the Rams missing the playoffs. So uh, it's uh, looking like, uh, you know, your punting machines were definitely on the ball once again. So Maddie, Maddie Ryan. He's got a new nickname. It's Matty on ice. Uh, do you think we're ever going to see Matt Ryan start in the NFL ever again, Top Rope? Well, I hope we do. And I hope we do because he has been one of the great quarterbacks to bet against from a, uh, from a betting perspective. I don't think any quarterback has a worse cover cover rate in the last five years than uh, Matt Ryan. So betting against Matt Ryan was always yeah, was, was generally uh, a pleasurable experience, kicking him in his favour. But uh, like, I can't see any way that the Colts go back to him this year unless Sam Ellinger 
uh, goes down with the injury. And yeah, uh, uh, could I see a team, you know, you naming him as QB one in, in twenty twenty three? I wouldn't have thought so. So, um, uh, I, you know, he'll 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 float around a bit, but uh, I don't think we're going to see him, you know, as a starting quarterback anymore. So the Philadelphia Eagles are just getting stronger by the minute. They're trading a fourth round pick for star uh, Robert Quinn. Are the Eagles the most dangerous team in football now, Jerry? I mean, you, you know, it, it looks that way. I'm still not sold on Jalen Hurts if they get behind. I mean, that's the issue. If they can play from the front, yeah, they, they can do whatever they want. But I, I'm not sold on him being able to take a team from 14 down where you know Rodgers can do it, you know Brady can do it, you know Mahomes can do it, you know Allen can do it. We haven't seen it. Does that mean he can't do it? No, it doesn't mean that. It just means we haven't seen it. Uh, I still going to go with the Bills and the Chiefs as uh, clear cut. You know, Philly, you know, Dak, without Dak, Philly, they still have Dallas to deal with. I mean, they still have the Giants. They haven't even won that division. You know, you think 6-0 and by now or undefeated by now that they would think that that division would be locked up if they were playing in the NFC West or one of these South. But everyone is doing good in that division. I mean, even now you got uh, our boy Heineke back, you know. So, you know, every team is competitive in that league. So they have to have home field advantage and they have to play from ahead. And I still don't know that that's the case yet. So as predicted last week uh, by myself and Top Rope, we said that Christian McCaffrey would end up at the 49ers. Are they now a Super Bowl contender top right? Yeah, I think they're a Super Bowl contender. You know, they're suffering a few injuries at the moment, but you don't win Super Bowls in in October. So uh, it's a very winnable division uh, for mine. Uh, yeah, whether they need McCaffrey, whether it was a good long-term decision to, to acquire him, I'm not convinced because it, it, it very much seems like the, the Kyle Shanahan running game can be a bit of a, a plug-and-play of a Jeff Wilson. But, yeah, McCaffrey's a great talent. And I think he is certainly going to be beneficial, picking a passing game to, to Jimmy Garoppolo, who, who who does seem to struggle kind of, you know, throwing, holding onto the ball a long time, throwing long passes. So I'm, I'm pretty happy to see, yeah, as a 49ers fan, pretty happy to see McCaffrey there. And I think it certainly boosts their chances for uh, a Super Bowl title this year. So it's been a very long time since people have asked the question, who is the king of New York? We've got the Giants at 6-1. and one. And the Jets are at five and two. Jerry, who is the king of New York football? I mean, right now it's the Giants, uh, simply because they have the better record. And then Brees Hall went down. Um, big blow to the Jets running game. I mean, he was looked like a runaway rookie of the year. Uh, just phenomenal running back. He went down. It's a big blow. They were outstatted. I don't know if that's a word, statted, but, but against Denver all the way across the map, yards, First downs, third down conversions, everything. And they still won that game. So I think it's more smoke and mirrors. I think the Giants are a little more real. Daniel Jones is maybe finally coming into his own. Uh, long time coming, but he looks competent. Uh, they just got rid of that uh, Kadarius Tony, So I think they're going to turn to Wandell, their uh, their rookie from Kentucky. I think they're going to turn to him. They got rid of Kadarius Tony, and Saquon Barkley looks like Barkley of old. So I think they're the king of New York right now. You ask me today, that's what the answer is. It might change in three weeks. So benching Mac Jones for Bailey Zappi on Monday night, I think it's brought more questions to the New England Patriots and what is Bill Belichick doing? It's one of the, the, the biggest fumbles I've ever seen from such a great head coach. What was your take on that uh, top right? No, I'm all over the zap zap, man. Let's get to Bailey Zappi. Uh, it's... Uh, uh, 
I had no problem with, with him benching Mac Jones. Yeah, I thought Jones played very, very poorly in that first quarter. Zappi comes in, put them right back in the game. Zappi's still young, but Zappi's got an arm on him. But, yeah, he's gone back to Mac Jones this week. I think this might be where the error is. Yeah, I completely understand not wanting to wipe your hands of uh, a quarterback he took with a, you know, I think a top 15 pick a year ago. But, yeah, the, the old saying goes, when you've got two quarterbacks, you've got no quarterbacks. And, uh, um yeah, I think a decision's going to have to be made pretty quickly because, you know, if you ask uh, I think any New England Patriots fan, I think they all want to see Zappy in there. So the New York Giants are a big underdog this week against Seattle and the Giants are 6-1, and one, Seattle's 4-3. and three. Have the bookies got this one wrong, Jerry? Uh, you know, and it's funny about that game. So Seattle only opened like a one-point favourite, but they were immediately bet up to like three. I don't know if it crossed three yet. I saw three uh, before I left the office and – I don't know. I mean, Geno Smith looks really damn good. I mean, I, I can't believe how good he looks. He looks comfortable. I mean, you think they would trade him for Russell Wilson right now? What do you think? I think <laughs> Russell Wilson looks terrible over in Denver, but Geno's got them going. Uh, you know, they got a, a, a dominant wide receiver duo and Kenneth Walker, the third, he show you what he's all about. The rookie he had, you know, had a great game last time out. I don't know. They, they're there. They're in the hunt. I don't think, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if they lost their next 10 games in a row or if they made the playoffs. I still don't know what to think about them. But being favorite of the Giants is warranted, even though I like my Giants over there at 6-1. and one. They, they, You know, we, we still don't know seven games in what everyone is, looking down at my notes. But, you know, it, it's hard to tell. Like I said, we know who Buffalo is. We know who Kansas City is. And that's about it, right? It's uh, it's it's crazy. But uh, thank you, fellas. Let's take a quick break, and we'll be back with to the house. Hello, and welcome back. Now it's time to take it to the house. Brought to you by Topsport.com.au, family owned and operated for thirty five years. Bet with a bookie you can trust. Bet with Topsport.com.au. So, uh, top rope. Take us through the uh, the bookie wrap for week seven. Yeah, a bit of a nothing week in terms of in terms of trends. We had nine nine or fourteen favourites win, seven covered the line. The total went totals went seven and seven. Home teams went nine and five, so all as expected there. Bays underachieving at sixty percent. You kind of expect that number around seventy percent. As such, we're only seeing forty two percent of colours. So underdog betters are enjoying the year. As we've noted, the under betters have certainly certainly kind of reaped plenty of rewards. She's scoring well and truly down this year. So. 58% so when I wake up on a Monday morning and the first series of games have happened, I, I go straight to my uh, my betting account and it always looks like it's fattened up a little bit. So uh, so top rope, take us to uh, your your tip package to the house for week seven. Yeah, very happy with uh, uh, how we went uh, in week seven. We had uh, four winners, uh, four winners to open. We had... Uh, Washington plus five against Green Bay. Not a lot to uh, to worry about there. Uh, the Giants and Jags under that uh, that fell in there. Uh, the uh, Colts and Tennessee game we were on the under in that one. Also very uh, uh, very easy in that. Uh, as you watch, not only twenty nine total up there. The Tampa Bay Carolina game under again. That was in zero zero eight twenty four points. That one made up, and then finally. Patriots minus seven and a half got blown out of the water by the Bears. So 
uh, disappointing, but we're uh, I think we're north of thirty percent for the season. So, um, you know, in a particularly strong market like the NFL, you'll take that any day of the week. So, very happy with how things are rolling. Perfect, mate. Amazing. Thank you once again. So, uh, Jerry, would you like to take us to your shoebox? Yeah, I mean, I got a tough act to follow over there with this guy just killing it. He's uh, showing off. I had a terrible two weeks ago. It was the only week that I really was embarrassed about. But just kind of treading water. I had a, a terrible week two weeks ago. Uh, but on the show, it's funny that the games that I don't bet, the ones that I don't give out, whenever I analyze them, I seem to nail them when I look back. But last week, the only pick, again, we, we want to win them all. The only pick I didn't like uh, was the Chargers. I don't know what happened there. They, they never had a chance. I just, uh, you know, who knows what the hell happened with that game. The Broncos, Russell Wilson was out. I had to get these plays in early. So that, that you know, it is what it is. And the other two could. The other two were winners. So uh, just a choppy week, but we're looking for much better this week. So let's jump straight into it. We're lucky once again. We've got an extra game this week. We have eight matches here in Australia. And uh, let's kick off with uh, match number one, Denver at Jacksonville, Monday, 12.30 a.m. ESPN. The line, Jags minus two and a half, and the total is 40. So uh, once again, guys, it's a London game. Uh, Doug Peterson is is starting to work his magic to get rid of that losing culture in Jacksonville, I think. Um, the Broncos' defense is outstanding, but their red zone offense is struggling. What say you, top rope? Yeah, I, I don't don't feel great about this, but uh, I'm with Denver in this one, plus two and a half. A uh, few angles of play here. Underdogs in the first eight weeks of the season, the total less than 42 have a great record, 56-28 and one against the spread. Trevor Lawrence is a starter, 7-17 seven and 17 against the spread. Uh, the Jags have covered just 2 of 13 of a loss, 8 of 28 overall. Denver, they've covered 13 in the last 17 off scoring less than 15. So, you know, this is kind of pre-Russell Wilson here, most of this, but uh, I've just got to read the points here. I, I've, got, I've got no faith in Jacksonville. So uh, match two, it's, a, it's, it's my favourite match of the week, guys. And uh, Chicago at Dallas, Monday, 4 a.m., ESPN, Cowboys minus nine and a half. The total is 41 and a half. Uh, the Cowboy defense is allowing only 4.7 yards per play, which is pretty amazing. Uh, the 29th in total offense, though, so uh, the defense is really keeping the Cowboys alive. And Justin Fields last week for the Bears, uh, what can you say? He was amazing in prime time. Where's the play on this one, Jerry? Yeah, I don't know if you guys are going to edit that out or not, but my dogs just went crazy. So I got to go with the <laughs> dog here, right? Uh, the Chicago Bears, I think that's what they were telling me to do. Uh, Justin Fields looked amazing on the road at New England against Bill Belichick, who usually makes younger quarterbacks look foolish. Uh, maybe he's turned the corner. So I like the Bears here. I don't expect them to win. Nine and a half is a lot of points in the NFL, especially with a team like Dallas that hasn't shown on offense. Maybe Dak is a little rusty. Yeah, their defense is amazing, but I think the Bears can score enough. If the Bears get two touchdowns, I really like my chances. So I'm going to go with the Bears plus nine and a half. Don't look for them to win, but look for them to keep it within a touchdown. Hopefully your dog didn't see my shirt because uh, I tell you, it's it's my favorite thing in my closet at the moment. So, <laughs> all right, boys, let's jump straight into match number three, Pittsburgh at Philadelphia, Monday, 4 a.m. ESPN. Uh, the line, Ravens minus 11. Uh, that's huge. Total, 44. Uh, the Eagles are the best team in the comp. I hate to say it. Uh, they're, they're top five for scoring offense. They're top five for scoring defense. Uh, 
Have the bookies got this one right with the line top rope? Yeah, I kind of think they do it right. That's probably the, you know, I, my numbers I, I come up with, uh, um, yeah, Philly minus 10. So, yeah, it reasonable, reasonably close for mine. I, I haven't got a line playing this one. Just some notes. Uh, Mike Tomlin, 39 15 and 1 against the spread as an underdog from week five onwards. But 10 plus favourites, 10 point favourites or more off a bike, covered 10 in the last 14. So, Nothing there, but uh, do have a bet in this game, and it'll be on the under. Uh, very keen on the under here. The under is 25 and 16, and there's a double-digit home favourite, weeks 5 to 8, and Pittsburgh are a big under team in this spot, 47 and 19, under on the road, 5 and 2, under off a loss. So uh, they've got all kinds of issues with their uh, ability to score this year. So uh, I'll be riding the under. I think 43 is the number. Wonderful. Thank you, Top Rope. Let's bounce straight into uh, match number four, New England at... New York Jets, Monday, 4 a.m. on 7, mate. The line, Patriots, minus 2.5. The total, 41. Jets are home dog, really. Uh, The Jets have lost their offensive rookie of the year, Bryce Hall, with a knee injury, which is a massive shame. That kid is a gun. Uh, What is going on with the QB situation in New England? Bill Belichick, the mad hatter. Who have you got on this one, Jerry? So a little, uh, you know, foreshadowing here. I do have the Patriots as my charity pick. That'll come up later. I really do like the Patriots here. They looked horrible on Monday night, but this is the NFL, and you're never as bad as you look or as good as you look the week prior. Patriots have owned the Jets. They will continue to own the Jets. Reese Hall, bad loss at the running back there. Um, I know we've been dancing around Bill Belichick and his Mad Hatter nonsense. He's already announced that Mac Jones is his starter. So – I'm thinking that it was more injury-related and that the quick hook was just that Mac Jones was not ready. He has come out and before Thursday to said Mac Jones is quarterback. I think Mac Jones is the right play. Zappy's a nice story out of Western Kentucky, throwing the ball all over the joint in college, moved the team right down the field, got two quick touchdowns, but they did absolutely nothing after those two drives. It just completely got shut down. Uh, Patriots own the Jets. Low line. I just got a win. Less than a field goal. Go with the Patriots. Awesome. Thank you, Jerry. So let's uh, let's bounce into the match of the week for my liking. Match five, San Francisco at LA Rams, Monday, 7.25 a.m. ESPN. Uh, the line, 49ers minus one, uh, and the over-under, 43 and a half. Uh, the Niners last week... Uh, Nick, they played like crap, and the the Chiefs sort of embarrassed them. Uh, No team has fewer three and outs in the league than the 49ers, and this is going to be a hell of a divisional game. Where should the punters put their dollars on this one, top right? Yeah, I found this game really difficult to assess uh, from a a side point of view. Uh, 100 division dogs have a bat record, 53-37 against the spread. Uh, The dog has covered seven eight in this one, so probably leaning towards the Rams, but... Uh, another good player and another good underplay in this one. Uh, yeah, both teams in big under spots here. The under is hitting 21 of 28 Rams home games. Five or six when they played a losing team. And for the Niners, the under is 20 and eight when they're off a double digit home loss. Uh, seven and five when they're off uh, about 30 plus points. So uh, the under 43 and a half one. Good bet. Perfect. Now, match number six uh, the New York Giants at Seattle, Monday, 7 25 a.m. ESPN. The line, Seahawks minus three. 
the total 44 and a half. Uh, the Giants are definitely the second, uh, the best second half team in football at the moment. They're on a four-game winning streak, but Geno Smith, uh, as alluded to before by Jerry, he is on fire. Um, I think he's going to be the reason why the, the Seahawks are going to take out the division. What do you think about this one, Jerry? Yeah, so uh, we again, another one we hinted at earlier in the show with Gino and Daniel Jones both turning the corner. I still don't know what I have in either team. Uh, the line did open at one. It is now at three. I'm going to take a different route. I'm going to go with the total. Uh, Gino's been on fire, like early early season MVP kind of vote. I know I laugh when I say that because at the end of the year, he won't be there, but he is right now. And Daniel Jones, the same thing. Uh, Brian Dable has got him playing well, using his legs. Uh, I'm going to go over the 44 here. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I don't think either defenses are to be afraid of. So let's look for a lot of points, and I don't really care who wins. Well, if we had gotten on Gino at the start of the year for uh, MVP, we would have been laughed out the door. But uh, I tell you, Jerry, I'm going to jump off, mate, and I'm going to uh, see if I can put a couple of bucks on it, mate, because uh, that sounds like a winner to me. So let's go into match number seven, Green Bay at Buffalo Monday. 11.20 a.m. ESPN, the Bills are minus 10.5. The total is 47.5. Uh, the Bills are the most talented team in the league right now. They're uh, they're averaging 300 passing yards per game and an astonishing 6.6 yards per play. Um, it's, green, it's the first time Green Bay has had a three-game losing streak under Matt LaFleur. So... Where's the love on this one, Top Rope? Yeah, all over Buffalo on this one. <coughs> very, very keen on the Bills. Uh, uh, Seven-plus point favourites in night games with a total of 42 or less, 42-29 away in the spread, pushed toward Buffalo. But all the all the Bills numbers are, are astonishing. They've covered 12 or 13 against a losing team. They've covered seven of nine off a win. They've covered six straight at home. Packers, opposite story. Rodgers is just not feeling any of his receivers at the moment. He's getting rid of the ball way too quickly. The play calling is very questionable. They've covered one or six on the road. Down the last four overall. Give me Buffalo minus the points. So match number eight, this is where Borko cues up the uh, Monday night theme. Uh, Cincinnati at Cleveland, Tuesday, 11.15 a.m. ESPN. Uh, the line, Bengals minus three. The total is 46. Uh, the Bengals, all three losses have, have combined for a total of eight points. Uh, they're also the second best third down team in the league. And to be honest, I'm pretty sure the Browns are counting down the weeks until Deshaun returns. So where should the punters put their pennies on this one, Jerry? Yeah, I'm getting conflicting information on Jamar Chase. I'm not sure how long he's out, if he's out. I know he, I know he's injured. I don't think he's going to be able to play in this game, but I, I can't get quite the information that I want yet. Uh, I'm going to go under, all right? Uh, Bengals have been lighting the world on fire. They just destroyed, they torched Atlanta the other day. But I, I just have a feeling the Browns, like you said, with Jacoby Brissett and the running game, they're going to look to bleed clock. They're going to look to shorten the game. And Cincinnati with Joe Mixon, if Chase does miss, they can still move the ball on the ground. There are a couple other wide receivers, but I just see both teams Divisional game playing this close to the vest. I don't see this game in the 50s. So give me under 46 and uh, enjoy your Monday night game. Uh, not a side here. Again, this is a lot of uncertainty with Chase and the quarterback and not knowing where, where Cleveland's head at. Like you said, looking forward to Deshaun Watson. Just take the under, under the points here. So thank you for all the insight and information on the game, boys. So 
For all you punters out there, head to littlebirdie.live, check out the Little Birdie store. Uh, for $22 a week, you can you can purchase the boys' tips for the shoebox, Jerry's picks, uh, head to the shop, and uh, if you want top ropes to the house, uh, head there as well. And, and, and if you're serious about punting on the NFL or you just want to show off to your mates and, and pretend you know all these crazy stats that we're throwing out, Head in there, guys, and purchase those packages and tell everyone Christmas is on its way. So talking about prices, uh, Top Rope, how are we looking for the Super Bowl? Yeah, the Bills uh, just keep on firming. The Chiefs were very impressive last week and they've been uh, the big firmers. We took the Ravens out a couple weeks ago at uh, $20. They've certainly shortened up as well at $16. And, uh, uh, yeah, Dallas, Minnesota, Tampa Bay floating around the 18 to $20 mark uh, along with the Bengals. So... Uh, yeah, I don't see a lot of value on this you know, on this second page. I couldn't give me the Packers, and you know I don't really give teams like the Giants or the Chargers or the, the Lions any real chance. So, uh, and, and the Rams won't go back to back. So, um, yeah, if I was if I was playing about, I reckon uh, yeah, Tampa Bay probably getting out to a bettable price right now at eighteen dollars, but uh, um, yeah, not a lot for me at the moment. So, gentlemen, it's my favourite part of the show. It's uh, it's the charity tips and. Each week, all the panellists are granted $100 to invest uh, by our, our big sponsor at topsport.com.au. Um, and, guys, I don't know if this is correct, but I had another winning week and uh, I'm on top there at 5-2. Uh, and two. And how did you go, Top Rope? Uh, poorly. I was on the Patriots, minus 7.5, uh, which never looked likely. So uh, could not have been a worse bet for charity. So at least uh, Jerry, you were on the uh, the winning side there with me, mate, at the top of the mountain. Uh, who, who did you back? I had the Bengals. It was probably the easiest game of the week. I mean, I'm saying this after the fact, but the Bengals they they, they were never really threatened by Atlanta. I think it was 21 nothing early. They just looked like world beaters. They looked like the team that went to the Super Bowl last year. So Bengals minus six was pretty easy. So I must say it's a it's an exciting time for me when I can get one over the top of uh, top rope uh, in the uh, in the charity tips. So uh, I'm quite excited here, boys. So. Sorry about that. So, look, for week eight, um, I've gone out on a limb. I've picked the uh, the Lions plus three and a half uh, for the Royal Children's Hospital. Uh, who have you got there, top right? I've gone the Texans in their divisional matchup against Tennessee uh, plus two and a half. Oh, and Jerry? And I got the Patriots at the fighting Mac Joneses. I think he's, uh, he's going to be finally healthy, and I think they're going to turn around in a big way against the Jets. All right, so uh, good luck, boys, and hopefully uh, this time next week I'll be on six and two and you boys will still be underneath me. <laughs> uh, so anyway, <laughs> let's head straight into the Uncle Breakers competition for uh, week seven. Uh, we had our winner there, T. Woodlock. Uh, he tipped the Dolphins by seven points. Uh, congratulations, mate. Uh, it's You're going to be part of a, a big prize there at the end of the year. So, so guys... For week eight, our match is the Green Bay Packers at Buffalo Bills, uh, Monday, 11.20 a.m. So week eight now, if you don't know how to enter, yeah, you're crazy. Uh, but basically, enter your team and which and how much the margin will be. Make sure to put it on all your socials and our social, like socials at Twitter, littlebirdie.tv, uh, third and long TV, uh, to qualify, you must tag one or more friends. Tag more. Keeps the bosses happy. Um, and, yeah, guys, so, look, uh, another big week. Thank you very much, Jerry and Top Rope. 
that's a wrap for our eighth show of the season. It's eight's just gone by like that. So remember, guys, to hit the little birdie shop, uh, littlebirdie.live, to subscribe to the packages from Jerry and Top Rope. Be sure to follow us on YouTube. Uh, You can find us in the Apple Store, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever else you listen to your podcasts, and be sure to follow us on all the socials at Little Birdie TV, at Third and Long TV, and remember, guys, for all your NFL punting action, head to topsport.com.au, invest wisely, punters, and enjoy week eight.